This message comes from NPR sponsor, Lisa. When you buy a Lisa mattress, you're not the only one getting a better night's rest. Lisa donates thousands of mattresses each year to shelters and those in need. Learn more about Lisa at leesa.com. Hey, it's Manoush. This is Body Electric from NPR. So our original series just kind of scratched the surface of investigating how our bodies respond to our technology. This topic is so near and dear to my heart that I am thrilled to keep going and explore yet another aspect of it. Because we need to talk about Zoom or Google Meet, Microsoft Teams, Skype, FaceTime, pick your platform. To state the obvious, over the last several years, our use of all of these technologies has skyrocketed. 80% of Americans used video conferencing and calling over the pandemic. And pretty quickly, they started complaining about how they felt. At the time, researchers created things like Stanford University's ZEF scale, which stands for Zoom Exhaustion and Fatigue Scale. Participants were asked to rate how they felt after video calls, like... Do you now feel too tired to do other things? Do you just want to be alone? Do you feel irritable? Um, yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> but now there's new research into exactly what those video calls do to us physically from researchers in Europe who study what's called techno stress, which to me sounds like the name of a rave in Berlin. It's not. The term is uh, used by people who investigate people using uh, electronic devices and information systems in organizations like in companies, but also in universities. And the use of this uh, technology stresses people. The relationship between our bodies and our video calls. In just a sec. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Lisa. When you buy a Lisa mattress, you're not the only one getting a better night's rest. Lisa donates thousands of mattresses each year to shelters and those in need. Learn more about Lisa at leesa.com. Support for this NPR podcast and the following message come from Stanford Medicine Children's Health. Their nationally ranked pediatric gastroenterologists deliver innovative treatments and compassionate care for infants and children with digestive and liver disorders. StanfordChildrens.org. This message comes from NPR sponsor Betterment. Confusing eye contact with a mysterious stranger is never chill, but your investing portfolio should be. Betterment is the investing app that lets you be totally chill about your finances. No more thinking about them more than they're thinking about you. Because Betterment will be thinking about you and how to optimize your investments. Well, you'll be thinking about that mysterious stranger. Betterment. Be invested and totally chill. Learn more at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. At this year's Oscars, Oppenheimer took home the award for Best Picture, Emma Stone and Robert Downey Jr. also picked up wins, and Ryan Gosling brought the Kennergy. For a recap of all the highlights, listen to the Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast from NPR. We're back. Okay, you've heard the term Zoom fatigue. During the pandemic, it got thrown around a lot as people realized how darn tired spending hours on a video call made them feel. A lot of us who still work from home are still feeling it. 
numerous scientific papers confirmed it was a widespread thing. Those papers were based on self-reported surveys, similar to the body electric study methodology. But now scientists have shown how all that time looking at each other in little boxes on a screen affects our nervous system and how the brain and body communicate. Is there neurophysiological evidence that this is not just a subjective feeling that uh, people are more tired after video conferencing? This is Gano Müller-Putz. He's the head of the Institute of Neural Engineering at Austria's Graz University of Technology. Hello, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Thank you so much for doing this. We ironically met on Zoom. Welcome. It's a pleasure. For their study, Gerno and his colleagues had 35 students take two 50-minute classes. One was held in person in a lecture hall. The other was online. And during these classes, they also collected brainwave and heart rate data. Applying uh, neurophysiological measurements like uh, the ECG electrocardiogram, but also electroencephalogram, short EEG. Yeah, so EEG and ECG tools were strapped onto the students' heads and chests to measure electrical activity in the brain and heart rhythms. That's kind of fun. The participants also took surveys about their mood. And yep, after the video meeting, they reported feeling tired, drowsy, fed up. But there was more. So tell us what you found. What were the neurophysiological effects of video conferencing? So the neurophysiological and ECG uh, or EKG measurements clearly indicate that there is more fatigue in the video conference condition. The data from the devices that those students had been wearing, it backed up those feelings. Brainwave activity and heart rate variability showed exhaustion and a struggle to pay attention as time went on. So why? What was making them feel so cognitively overloaded? What makes us all feel so cognitively overloaded? So uh, there are several uh, reasons why we have video conference fatigue. Okay, the first reason, our voices and our bodies don't quite match up. In a video conference, you'll see that person in front of you or several persons, and uh, the communication is not completely synchronously. Since there are delays, uh, when you say something and you do a body reaction, this all has little delays and does not always fit perfectly to what the other people receive from your side and vice versa. So our brain is active in making it all sense out of this. Then there's the fact that we can't read each other's body language very well, which in person helps us interpret a conversation much more quickly. When we would sit down on a table and we negotiate something, I see whether the person is getting more angry or the person is more happy about what I'm saying. I can adapt quickly. And this body language is not so clear over video conference. Yeah, of course, big, big, big gestures are, of course, uh, visible. But uh, the, the fine little details, especially in the face, they are, are not, not there anymore. Which brings us to eye contact, because you can't really have it over video. When we talk with people, we usually, at least for some parts of the conversation, we always look into the eyes of the people to 
to get agreement or disagreement, you know. It's a coordination thing, which is not there. And this is all a part of Zoom fatigue or, or video conference fatigue. Finally, we get so self-conscious on video calls. I could think, for example, what is my 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 partner, my colleague thinking about me? Do I have the right shirt? You know, how, how do they perceive me? Yeah. yeah. Uh, how is my background? Oh, I, there are a lot of photos of my children. Maybe I should have mm-hmm. removed them before I talk with the boss of a big company. <laughs> or, this, you know, all these thoughts, these are is all, all ongoing next to each other. And it's not happening when we sit on one table and talk to each other. Yeah. So based on your research, what do you, what recommendations do you make to people? Yeah, there are some recommendations we can make that we should do breaks. Yeah. So the idea is that maybe after 30 minutes, 45 minutes, one should do a break like 10 minutes or so. Guernot and his colleagues saw indications of fatigue after just 15 minutes. So, yeah, once again, breaks are key. Yeah, just say, okay, let's do something else for 10 minutes and come back. He also suggests keeping cameras on at first and then just turn them off. We say hello with the camera on. We have seen each other and then we shut down, shut down the, the camera and uh, we can, we can uh, concentrate on the conversation. So we don't have our brain thinking of, my God, my hair looks awful today uh, or something like this. Yeah. Uh, we just talk to each other. There's no 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 further uh, activity of our brain necessary. I hear from people who say, well, how are we going to get anything done if we're taking breaks constantly every half hour? Correct. And what do you think of that? Yeah, it's a, it's uh, it's also true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, but it's. The, the question is, where is the, the, the goal, golden midline? Yeah. Where should mm. we do the break and where can we, where can we continue? So this just needs a change. Uh, and maybe people find out if you are more focused on a topic for 30 minutes, you at the end have more done on a day when you have then compared to having mm. longer meetings with maybe less output. Less grind, more efficiency. Yeah, yes. So mm-hmm. sometimes very important meetings you should do in standing with your colleagues. Since everyone wants to sit down, you do the important things very quickly and the rest then you can skip. There there are a lot of developers, techies, who are trying to design new kinds of video conferencing where it's not just that we would see each other in little boxes, but that you put on a headset and it feels like your colleagues are right there with you, holograms almost. Do you think that developing the technology could be a way to solve this problem too? Or does that mm, make you feel suspicious? No, no, it doesn't make me feel suspicious. Uh, for sure, but it needs to give a try. Yeah, mm. I see that there are some uh, new forms of uh uh, of different modes in these video conference systems, like the together mode, for example, or immersive view. Maybe the one or the other uh, disadvantages disappears. Uh, maybe other disadvantages come up with this. <laughs> right. You know, maybe some people get uh, virtual reality illness or something like this. Uh, I feel 
overstimulated after doing virtual reality. Yes, this needs to be researched. Yeah, I, yep. I would for sure give all these things a try. Yeah, uh, because we will not skip video conferencing uh, no. in next year because of our study and other studies to come up. Uh, but we need to improve the systems. Many thanks to Gernot Müller-Putz and his colleagues. And how reassuring is that? We are not crazy or lazy for feeling exhausted after spending time, even just 15 minutes, on Zoom. Our brains don't like it. And they haven't evolved yet to cope. So turn off the cameras. And once again, give yourself breaks. Thanks so much for listening to Body Electric. I'm Anoush Zamarodi. Be sure to listen to the whole series at npr.org slash bodyelectric or wherever you like listening to podcasts. And please email us. Let us know what's up with you and your breaks at bodyelectric at npr.org. If you want to hear what we're up to next and get alerted when the Body Electric findings are officially published, please go to npr.org slash bodyelectric and sign up to be put on our list. This episode was produced by Katie Monteleone and edited by Sanaz Meshkinpour with production support from Fiona Guerin. Original music from David Herman. Our audio engineer was Neil Tvault. Thanks also to Lauren Gonzalez, Lindsay McKenna, and Irene Noguchi. I'm Manoush Zamarodi, and you've been listening to Body Electric from NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Lisa. When you buy a Lisa mattress, you're not the only one getting a better night's rest. Lisa donates thousands of mattresses each year to shelters and those in need. Learn more about Lisa at leesa.com. This message comes from NPR sponsor ShipBob. Brands partner with ShipBob to scale from zero to a multi-million dollar company. Need global fulfillment centers and real-time inventory data? Get a free quote at shipbob.com. ShipBob. In a stressful election year, we know that a good show, movie, or book can feel like a sacred thing. At Pop Culture Happy Hour, we believe pop culture can be good for you. So we're here four days a week to bring you a book, movie, or show recommendation to put you in high spirits. For a dose of old-fashioned pop culture therapy, listen to the Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast only from NPR.